We are learning Dafsama Ches, starting right from the top of the Amud. So we're in the middle of looking for a source that a father and the husband are together made for the Arusa's vows. And the idea that we saw last time is that there's a Pasuk that said, ish, right in the middle of the parasha, after it says that a father can be made for the Nidharma of his daughter before she gets married. And before the Torah talks about how a husband can be made for his wife's Nidharim, uh, after she's based Isha on Adara, after she's moved into her husband's home. So in the middle, there's this Pesukim, Hayosiyah Le'ish. Hayosiyah, the Gemara explains, with the Lashon of Kedushin, she's becoming Arusa. So the Torah says that the husband can be made for her, but we understand that the vi, the Vav, is connecting and saying that the father's power is together, in conjunction together with the husband, as we learn the details of that, that they both need to be made for in order for the nether to go away. So today, we're going to see a different source. Instead of using that Pesukim, Hayosiyah Le'ish, to say that the Naira Marasa, the father and the Aras together are made for us, we learn a different source. Rabbi Shmaltana, we learn from the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel. It says in the in Abraisa, the end of the part, the end of the parsha, Bain Ish Le It says these are the halachos that Hashem said that are between an Ish Le between a man and his wife, between a father and his daughter. And then the Pasuk finishes, when she's a Nara, so the Torah is writing this idea of a father and his daughter and a man and his wife, the Torah is right, writing that right next to so it's coming to say that, 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 that she's still under this discussion, in other words, this is under what we just mentioned before, which is that both of them have jurisdiction over her. As we put the beginning of the Pasuk with the end of the Pasuk, this girl is, is, could still be shy of to her father while she's living with him. But on the other hand, it's also been initial ishto. So we understand we're talking about an Arahamarasa, and the Pasuk therefore is informing us that together they are made for Nidar. Says the Gemara, okay, so now that we have that source, according to this yeshiva, what does he do with that, the, the Pasuk from yesterday? Yesterday we were looking at the Pasuk in the middle of the Parsha, where the Torah is writing the Vav that if then she gets married, the husband is made for her. So what do we do with that Pasuk? So the Gemara says, he, he darshans it for Rabbah says. So what Rabbah is looking at is that it says in the Pasuk, it's a double language. If, she's, if, she, if she has Kedushin, then she has Kedushin again. So what's going on? So basically what's taking place is that, that we're going we're gonna to learn about this halacha is that it, there's a partnership between the father and the Aris. But what happens after the Aris is out of the picture? Let's say the Aris dies. So the halacha is that then the father is able to be made for all alone. And how do we learn this halacha? We learn this from here. Because the Torah is talking about a scenario where she is betrothed twice. Or she's betrothed, her husband dies, and then she becomes betrothed again. And the Torah is telling you that the second time around as well, with the second Aras, the father will be made for together in conjunction with him. So we see a connection between the two Kedushins. So Jah says before the first Kedushin, when she was only under the jurisdiction of the father, the father alone can be made for her. So too, before the second Arisen, but after the first one, after her first husband went away, after he died, she's back to being only under the jurisdiction of her father, and the father can be made for Nidharma alone. So that's the Drasha of Rabbah, connecting the two Kedushins and saying, just as before the first Kedushin, the father, the father can be made for alone, so too before the second Kedushin, the father can be made for alone. We learn that after the Ars is out of the picture, the power of Hafar goes back to the Baal. So that's what we learned from the Drasha of Amal Yosiyah. So as the Gemara of Araba, so now Rabbah was learning the, 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 this whole drasha. So what does he do with the Tanah of Rabbi Yishmael? In other words, if you learn 
like the, the like yesterday's psukim that we're learning from the Mahal Yosia, the etzim idea that a father and a, and, a, and a husband together are made for the, the Nadar and for Narma Rasa. So what I use the psukim at the end of the parasha, what is the pasuk coming to tell us? says, you needed to teach that a husband this, that he revokes the vows, what types of vows can he, re- can he revoke? So if you look at the Pshuto Shomikra, it's mashma, not necessarily any types of vows, but only in the Dharam of Enoi Nefesh, things which afflict her. What now? The Pasuk is saying anything that's bane Ishli Ishto, even anything that's between him and her, something that affects him. We're going to learn all about this in the last parak, what exactly constitutes a nether which affects him. But if it affects him in the relationship, now even if it doesn't afflict her, but it's bane Olavena, he could be made for her. So that's the Chiddush, what the Torah is saying, is that we're learning. The bain ishla ishto, the things that are between the ishla ishto, the things that the nadarm that she makes that affect him, there he's able to be made for. Now, there's a whole shtickle tire over here in the Rishrayin, between the Machlikas, between the Ram and the Rambam, whether or not these, 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 um, Restrictions that you can only be made for nedarim v'inu nefesh and darim shabenu levinav. That is that only between a father, between a husband and wife, or is that also in regard to a father and daughter? According to many, we shown him it's both. That's what the Torah is saying. We make a comparison between ishle ishto and also avlevito, and a father also going to be made for nedarim that v'inu nefesh or darim shabenu levinav. But he can't be made for a random nedarim of his daughter. Whereas the Rambam's opinion is that a father can be made for any nedarim whatsoever that his daughter makes. All right, so now that we've established in our Ma'arasa, we've got the sources and everything, we're good to go. That we have both powers together, we make Afara, and then, it, and then it's effective. So now the Gemara assumes that even though we've said that we need both of the Afaras in order for the nether to go away, but the Gemara assumes that if, as, as soon as one makes a Afara, there's somewhat of an effect, even though it doesn't make the nether go away, but there's definitely a partial effect because that's the whole point. You need both together. So zero plus zero equals zero. Obviously, there's a partial effect from both parties, which comes together, and then when both of the afaras are there, then the nether goes away. So the Gemara wants to understand what is the partial effect that happens when I have only one hafara. Do we say that the husband, or would be the aris as well, the, the, the father as well, it doesn't make a difference, Omar is picking an example. When one party revokes, revokes, he does his part, does that cut away half of the vow? In other words, it slices it in half, half of it is there and half of it is gone. Oh, Miklach College, perhaps the entire vow is weakened. And the idea of the Gemara, sometimes if you say this in, in, in the lingo here, is kamos or echos. When something is cut in half, you can cut it in half in terms of its Quantity. So there's 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 a lot that the nether osers, and after one one party is made for it, then it only osers half of that amount. And the other way to look at it is that it weakens. It's the ichus. It's the quality. The whole nether is still here, but in a weakened form. And the Gemara explains what exactly this means. What's our question? The case is that she made a nether that she's not going to have two certain zaysim, uh, two olive volumes of a certain food. So it's the, qua- the, the, the quantity that she's offering is two kazesim. Let's say one of the parties, the Aras, hears about it and he's made for it. So what happens? And then she goes and she eats both of the olive volumes. So yeah, I'm going to make his guys like, like if, you, if you say that, that, that the effect of one hafar is that it cuts half of it. So half of it is cut away. We don't know. Obviously, it's not, you know, you can't, it's not divisible. You can't say which, which half is mutter and which half is asr. But the hafar achieves that one of the two olive volumes is permitted. But the other one is still in its full strength. Therefore, if she eats both of the olive volumes, then she receives lashes. She receives lashes for that one olive volume, which is still in its full strength. But he having to make us call if you say that he weakens the whole vow, so then he's through So then it's just something usher which she has done, but she doesn't get lashes. Because if you say that the effect of the hafara is that this one party has 
come along and remove the quality of the whole nether. It's weakened it. It's not divisible one olive versus the other olive. It's not cutting in half, but it's weakened the whole thing. It's weakened the whole thing because there's been not far from one party. So even if she goes... And now she eats both olives. She has done something forbidden because there's still a nether, but she doesn't get lashes because the whole nether is already weak. So my, what is the halachas? What we're trying to understand is how, what effect is there when one party is made for? Is it the pshat that it cuts it in half? The quantity that the nether was ossering was now only halved? Or is the pshat, it's the quality? And we say that it's been weakened and afkamina is, but you're ossering yourself on two olives worth. And then there's a far from one of the parties. If she goes and eats both olives worth, does she now get malchus or not? So the Gemara says Tashma, and in order to understand this price, we need to know what in the world we're talking about. We're talking about a concept called Nisrokta. Nisrokta means when something empties. So we know when a father and an artist together are together of jurisdiction, they both can be made for. But what happens when one of the parties dies? So we're going to be learning a very important rule. When the Aras dies and he goes out of the picture, so then it's Nisrokna, all the jurisdiction empties out to the father, meaning the father can now be made for alone. That's what happens. Whereas the other way around, in the inverse, where the father dies, then we do not say it's Nisrokna to the husband. We don't say that at all. We say, to the contrary, he's stuck. The Nadar which were made, the Nadar which were made, were made and needed the father's hafar as well. Now that the father's out of the picture, the hafar cannot come. So the brides, we're going to learn a long bride, so eventually we'll get to our proof. When did they say that if the husband of Arisa died, when the Aris dies, then it's transferred, it's Nisrokna, the jurisdiction is emptied all to the father's domain. What is the case? The case is the husband hadn't heard about it before he died. Or he heard about it and he even revoked his part. Or perhaps he heard about it and he was silent, but he died on that day before 24 hours passed. So in all of these cases, it illustrates this halacha. When the husband dies, the rishos, the jurisdiction, empties back out to the father and the father can be made for Nadar. Meaning in this case, all the common denominator here is that the husband did not confirm the nether. It was not confirmed. It was just he hadn't, he, it, it, it hadn't totally been gone yet. Either he'd been made for, either he didn't hear about it, or he was silent and he died all in that day. So now that the Aris dies, it goes all over to the father's jurisdiction and he could be made for. Top of the If the husband heard about it and he confirmed it, he said, I want it to, be, to become hokam. Or he heard about it and he was silent for 24 hours, then any the father cannot, cannot revoke it. Meaning you don't say nisrokna once the nether has already been confirmed. Very interesting idea that, that once the nether is already hukam by the Aras, then when the Aras dies, it does not empty back out into the domain of the father. So we're learning a new concept here called Nisrokna. The Av and the, and the husband together are Mif and Adarm. But if the, husband, if the husband dies, then the Rishus, the jurisdiction, empties back out to the father, transfers to him, and he could be made for it. But we're saying that's only true if the husband had not yet been making the nether. Once the husband was making the nether, he affirmed the nether, it was strong. Now we don't say Nisrokna. What about the opposite? The opposite, when the father dies, we do not say it transfers to the domain of the, of the Aris that he could be made for. So we illustrate that here in our second point. Shama Aviyah love the father hears about it, and even if he revoked it for her, and the husband didn't manage to hear about it until the father died. So we have the father's hafara. It seemed good. But, uh, but, but what happened is, is that the father, the father dies and the husband hasn't even heard about it yet. So now the halacha is, you may have thought, that now that the father dies, it should transfer over to the husband. This is what illustrates what we learned that no, it does not work. And it's broken, only one direction. If the husband dies, it empties out to the father. But if the father dies, it does not empty out to the husband. So even if the father was made for her and the husband didn't hear about it yet, 
when the father dies, it does not go over to the, to the, to the, to the husband to be made for. He needs the father around. And once the father is dead, it cannot work. Now, you might be bothered. The mice of the father was made for. The father did his afar. So even, even, though, even though he died, let the Baal just do his thing. The answer is here is that once somebody dies, it's mavatel their hafara. A very important concept. So even though the father did the hafara here, but once he dies, it's a bitel. His effect of the hafara is no longer here. So the so, 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 so the aris is missing his partner is missing his partner to be made for. Once it's dead, we lost his hafara. He lost his partner to be made for together with him. He can't be made for alone. There's no nisrokna to him, so it doesn't work. Now we're going to illustrate very similar to the beginning where the where where, where there is a nisrokna from the husband to the father. Shama ba'al the husband heard about it and he was made for it for her. The father didn't even hear about it until the husband died. So in this case, the only thing that's different here is that the father hadn't heard about it until the husband already died. So the husband died, he was made for The Av hadn't heard, and now the husband dies. We still say, We still say that it transfers over to his domain and he's able to be made for So it's pretty much identical to the first case. The only difference here is that it's telling us even if the father hadn't heard about the vow until the husband dies, we're still able we are still able to, uh, to say Nisrochta. Somebody could say it's only once he'd heard about it. So at least he has some, like, you know, Shlita. It's, it's come to his attention before, before the death of the husband. That's when it can be totally emptied and transferred back to the father. But here the father hadn't even heard about it at all. So somebody could say the father hadn't heard about it at all and, 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 and the husband died. Maybe you don't say that it empties back to the father. Come on, learn that it does. In any scenario, as long as there wasn't any Akama, from the husband. When the husband dies, then the nether, uh, the nether transfers for the father. The father is able to be made for all of them. Now we're going to illustrate another case of when we don't say Nisrokna from the father to the husband. Shama Bailamafilah, the husband heard about it and he revoked it. Here the father did not manage to hear about it until he died. So again, here the, the, the husband does his afar. Everything's good. It's, it's very weak. And the father hadn't even heard about it. So he hadn't come to his attention. So, so in this case, still we say that if then the father dies, the husband cannot revoke the vow. The husband always needs the partnership of the father. And if the father dies and now he can't give his afara, there's no nisrok. Now he all, it doesn't go just to the, to, to, to the jurisdiction of the Aris. We don't say that rule. We need the father's, we need the father's uh, input and he's not giving it. So this is pretty much identical with the second case, right? The second case of the father, father who revoked the vow and then he died, where we said that the husband cannot do it. But the chiddush here is that here in the, in the previous case, what happened when the father, although the father had revoked it once he died, so that afar was bottled. So then we say there was no afar. But here, think about it. I already have the afar from the, from the Baal and the Baal is alive. So his afar is strong. And the father hadn't even heard about it. It hasn't even come to his attention. So when the, when the father dies, I could say, you don't even need a whole lumdus of Nisrokna here for the husband to be able to be made for. You could just say the, the, the nether was already so much weakened. It was weakened by his afara. And the father hadn't even heard about it. So you only need a little bit more to get it through. So you would say it would be fine. Kamash Malon, that we don't. Lamaisa, you always need the partnership of the father. You always need him to contribute his afara. And if he did not do that before he died, then the husband's not going to be able to do it. So where are we so far? So where we are is that we, have, we, have, we are learning a din of Nisrokna when they're doing, when the father and the Aris together are able to be made for her. What happens when one of them dies? When the father dies, the, the husband cannot be made for her. When the husband dies, the father could be made for her. That's the big distinction that we're looking at. Again, it's based upon the Xerus of that we say all these rules, that there's Nisrokna from the husband to the father, but not from the father to the husband. And now we're speaking out that these rules 
just slight nuances and chidushim within those rules, but that's the basic idea. Now, top of the Alpha, now we're going to get what we want. One case where Nisrokna gets thrown off. The father heard about it and he revoked it. And, and he's still alive, the father. But the husband had not heard about it and now the husband dies. So now in this case, the husband can repeat and revoke the portion of the husband, meaning we say Nisrokna. The beginning of the price of saying, you say Nisrokna here. Even though it's already very weak because the father was made for and he's still alive and the husband didn't hear about it, now he died. So we still say, no, the little bit that the, the, that the husband needed to contribute will now, can now be achieved by, 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 by the father. However, it's only Bishamah that says that you say Nisrokna even here. Even here means, this is the new novelty in this case, where the father was made for and he's still alive. And, we're, and, and, and that's still, that means that the afar is still strong. So the nether is still weak. We're saying Nisrokna even on a weakened nether. So Rav Nassim says, only Bishama says you can say Nisrokna on a weakened nether. The father cannot revoke the vow. What's the pshat? Why the, can the father not, not revoke the vow? The terrorist is that in this case, the, the father's already done his afar. So he weakened the nether significantly. Since he weakened the nether significantly, and the, you know, it, it, it's like it's almost gone. And, the, the, and, and just to add this point is that the husband hadn't even heard about it. So the father weakened it very strongly with doing his afar, and it's in a weakened state. The husband hadn't even heard about it. You can't say Nisrokna on a weakened nether. That's the aside of Basilo. On a weakened nether, you can't say Nisrokna. That only comes out in this our case where the father heard about it, heard about it and, he was, and, he was, and he was made for it, and the husband hadn't heard about it before he died. Because then the father's afar is kaim. So I'm trying to say Nisrokna on a weakened nether. That's the din. You don't say Nisrokna on a weakened nether. It's different than the cases where we learned before, where let's say, the husband had been Mayfair and then he died, but the father, the father hadn't heard about it. Because there, as soon as there's a death to the Mayfair, to the husband, we say that there's a bit to his hafar. Fine, so then it's not a weakened nether. You could say Nisroq on a strong nether. Here the point is the father was Mayfair. And it's weakened, it's weakened as soon as he did that hafar. Since it's weakened, even, even so now Vesil's lumdus is that you can't say Nisroq not on a weakened nether. So the Gemara speaks out what the Pshah and the Machlokas is. Shmamina, the Vesil, the Vesil, make his guys, Vesil, Mikash Kalash, Mamina, the Yasidis. According to Vesil, it's Mikash Kalash, the whole thing is weakened. It's, 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 it's whole quality of the nether is weakened and therefore it can't, it's untransferable. Once, once I have a weakened nether, you can't say Nisroq Why does Vesil hold that you could? The Pshah is Vesil holds. It's not a weakened nether. Bishami will make his guys. It's just cut by half. So in other words, the quantity when it was it was divided, but the half that remains is still super strong. So therefore, it's not considered a weakened nether. And on the part that it still needs the hafara, it's super strong. So therefore, I'm able to say nisrokna. So to summarize, bottom line is we're coming out. We had a shaila. What is the impact from one partner? Does he cut it in half or does it weaken it? We're coming out. It's machlokes bishami yisrael. The nafkamino where they're arguing about is a scenario. Is a scenario where where the father was made for, uh, the, the, the husband didn't hear about it, and then the husband dies. So according to Beishama, it's transferred now Nisrokna to the, to the Nisrokna to the father. Whereas according to Beishama, if the whole thing was weakened, then there's not going to be any Nisrokna to the father.